Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 246. I'm here tonight with Philip Dassing. What's up? Lee Tark. Yo. And David Benjamin Dull. Hello. The one and only. Try to be. I.e. Santa Claus. Well, uh, no, well only one of us looks like Santa Claus. You forgot to hit. You forgot to press. What was that, dude? <laughs> you forgot to pit. You forgot to hit start. Oh, I forgot to hit start. Yeah, so half the intro got messed up. I clicked it for you. I got it. Look, we're gone. We're live now. What do you mean? I I don't understand. Like you didn't you, press it, man. You pressed the one button. You didn't press the other. Oh, so so we just started up late. By like a, just okay. a tad bit. All right. So on Facebook, you you missed a little bit of our intro. And so it is episode. Fat, it's episode two forty seven, y'all. Because I didn't update the board. Oh shit, dude! Oh, really? It's yeah. okay. Sorry, it's two forty seven. Wow, dude, Lee, really? I saw oh, really you punk rockers, man. Okay, sorry. Two. Well, I mean, I should have remembered. I was here last week. Phil should have remembered too. Uh, you know? yeah, I should have. And David Dahl, you were listening last week, like stroking your your wang. Like, only, so you, only partially. You, but you probably should have remembered. Was it? Was it last week or the week before when uh, somebody here was talking trash about Tool? That would be all of us. That was all of you. And was that last week or the week before? Yeah, uh, right. two weeks. Well, hey, hey, Phil. Mm-hmm. Right, right here. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Shots I can't fire. see you. Yeah. Well, you'll see it on on the video later. Sure. Yeah. Fuck you and your hatred for my favorite band. <laughs> so there it is. <laughs> I say. I mean, well, dude. Like, I wasn't trashing Tool. I, I'm not really into them. Yeah. You know. But uh, you know, it, like I I feel like I respect them because I have some friends that are into them. Right. And then I think the thing I like about them is that they don't like take their time to crank out like a, a piece of shit album every two years right you know they seem to just really take their time until they can put out something quality yeah. at least that's what i hear from people that are into them um i mean aside from the sound i mean i just dig uh you know the rhythm and um i mean some of the some of the times the lyrics are like really awesome sometimes it's just like i don't know what you're talking about but just like i love the beat and all that but um the fact that they'll go on for like 15 minutes on the song you know, and they'll do like a guitar, a guitar solo that's like longer than like most songs on the radio that you hear today. You know, the the the, the quality and the quantity is there. Uh, or if you see them, you know, uh, I, I got to see them live, and they just go on for like ever. You know, it's just not like it's not like oh we'll play a couple songs and then you know like we're gonna take a break and then they're just like we're gonna play for the next like two hours. What what's that, Phil? It's very unfortunate. See, I mean, well, well, I mean, well, dude, honestly, like, I have a short attention span, so it, um, span, so yeah, that just doesn't sound appealing to me. Like a two-hour show, it's, it's. I mean, I don't know. I mean, th- there's been shows of uh, bands that I love, right? And they uh, they play a little bit over an hour, and I'm like, start to look at the watch, you know. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, they're 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 definitely more heavily uh, instrumental, so it's not like you're like listening to like you know sing along with the lyrics like a lot of people you know they'll go to the band and they'll go to the song and they go oh, i'm singing with the band you know like you know you're just there to groove you're just you know chill and listen to some good music and just it's a vibe i guess yeah <laughs> okay so topic number one tonight topic is uh you know virginia there's uh they have a, a pretty shitty governor there who i just learned earlier he's he's guilty of committing blackface yeah governor blackface yeah you don't remember that so uh, ask, you know, the no, picture from the yearbook. I oh, I say I remember like Justin Trudeau. He he had an issue too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <he> did. <laughs> what is it? What is up with all these stunning and brave progressives? <laughs> and uh, you know that they're blackface. They're past blackface. Dude, I, beats me, man. 
I don't know. I think it's because they think they're holier than thou. Like they can get away with it, and they're like, "That's fine." I'm one, I'm I'm an ally. Right, like Eminem. Like we were talking about earlier, Eminem rapping about like, "Oh, faggot this, faggot that," but then like, "Oh yeah, but I, you know, I'm cool with like people who hate Trump." Like, yeah, I mean, blackface must not be that bad because like uh, it seems like I know more progressives that are just more triggered by orange face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, but uh, yeah, it's it, it is it's a little problematic in uh, 2019 to have uh, that in your past. And <laughs> well, not really, because like nothing happened from it. Like, of course, like conservatives yeah, 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 were all I, I like, "Oh my got, god!" Like, look, re-elected. this guy's in blackface, and like, why don't you people care? Well, oh, you, know, you don't care because he's a Democrat. Okay. Well, I mean, of course, and there's a there's a huge double standard like that on the right. You know, you've got people that you know, uh, on the right who were just super concerned about uh, Bill Clinton being faithful to his wife, you know? Mm. And then, uh, you know, the Democrats were like, well, it doesn't interfere with his uh, ability to get to govern, you know? But then of course you had, you know, conservatives saying, well, if you can't trust the man to run around on his family, how can you trust the man to, you know, be straight with his country? And I think there's something to that. Right. Um, but you know, with Donald Trump, you know, he's, uh, he had some infidelity. He's on his he, third European mail order bride. Yeah, he had some he had some infidelity issues, you know. Yeah. And uh of course, you know, conservatives don't seem to be too concerned about that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? So there's uh you know, if if really if, if the right or the left didn't have double standards, they wouldn't have any standards at all. <laughs> so with uh you know, the Virginia governor though, he's actually he's trying to get some like pretty fucked up gun control legislation passed right now, correct? Yeah, he's made it a point. From like I guess when he was running that he wants to curb gun violence and I guess we, I don't know if you guys know it was what a, yesterday was the uh, eight year anniversary or what I forget um, seven year anniversary of Sandy Hook hmm. and uh, so a lot of people oh, were taking old. right and then what? you also had the Virginia Beach uh, yeah, yeah. shooting in the municipal building in Virginia yeah. Beach yeah and uh, so he's made it a point to. Uh, be against guns and so when he got re what did he get reelected is that what happened last election or was his first i don't know they they called for his like dismissal and he was just like no yeah and then uh, it went away no yeah Yeah. he he got i don't know who i wasn't like he he didn't even know who he was in that picture yeah he got elected which one i am i'm either the guy in the clan hood or i'm the dude in blackface (laughs) that's pretty bad (laughs) that's pretty bad but yeah he got elected in, in 13 so he he must have gotten reelected in seventeen. Yeah. So I got I. And you yeah, can only be governor for two terms, and then you have to step down. So like this is his like exit, uh, you know. The, uh, yeah. So but either way, it's gonna be his so legacy. To, he's really pushing for like gun confiscation. So it triggered a lot of people uh, in the gun movement that there's a lot of Virginia to the south. Like not what people usually think of Virginia, they think of Northern Virginia. There's a pretty heavy southern style virginia well, towards the south well, no, and they're not that. putting up with it so like uh in yeah virginia- I, was actually, I was actually at a party yesterday like a christmas party and a dude that was there was from virginia and you know we were, we were actually talking about guns and i'm like oh you well you guys have you know pretty fucked up governor he's talking about some messed up stuff and yeah this guy was like oh yeah this this could mean another civil war you know so google is gonna start in virginia man yeah. now nah, well yeah it's uh you know, t- taking away your your guns. You know, it's uh, yeah. I mean, if there is uh, t- you know, probably one of the the best reasons to start a war. You know, if, if somebody's taking away your means to defend yourself and your family. Yeah, and so he announced um, some type of gun control measure, um, which 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 led to the talk of gun confiscation, and he and then uh, so it led to these counties kind of like 
rebelling and starting their own sanctuary cities. And I mean, that was something championed by the left with, you know, immigration was the whole uh, sanctuary cities thing. Yeah. So now they, they took it in their part to have, a, you know, for guns. Well, you know, if, if we followed the Second Amendment of the Constitution, the whole country would be a, a sanctuary city for <laughs> you, you the Second Amendment. That, right? Harumph. If, Harumph. If we did. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, like, uh, the demographics in Virginia, like, you've got uh, a lot of blue areas, like, in Richmond or Hampton Roads, like Hampton, uh, Newport News, uh, Norfolk, Portsmouth. And then you've got uh, Alexandria and um, what's the um, the big county that's up near Alexandria. Um, but anyway, so, like, you only have a few small municipalities. Loudoun, Loudoun County? You no, not Loudoun, Loudoun County. Um Fairfax. Fairfax, Fairfax yeah, County is the largest Fairfax, municipality yeah. in the state, and then mm-hmm. and then the second is Virginia Beach. Um, so you you have uh, these high density areas. So the population, the majority of the population, you know, is voting blue. But when you look at like this the statewide, and you look at it on a map, you know, I got like a picture here, like. 90% of the state, as far as the landmass goes, is just, like, all, like, creating these sanctuary uh, counties and sanctuary cities. So, uh, you know, while the majority of the population might be in, in favor or at least voting for some uh, douchebag who's in favor of gun confiscation, as far as, like, landmass, just, like, most of the entire state is just like, mm, no, no, no thanks. Um, in fact, a friend of mine was posting pictures uh, back in Virginia Beach where I used to live, and there were like thousands of people who were at the Virginia Beach uh, municipal building out there to like protest and say like, "Hey, we want we want you to create a sanctuary city in here in Virginia Beach." So, isn't it like the police that are really calling it? Because I mean, they don't want to enforce. The, yeah, and like rural, where, in rural areas, they're yeah. going to be you know pro Second Amendment types. Yeah. yeah, some dude said he was going to. Uh, some uh, sheriff said he was going to deputize a bunch of citizens. Yeah, <laughs> if that ever, if they ever came to take away their guns. Yeah, and so I don't know who suggested. I'm trying to find it uh, about. Um, I think same, it was a tweet about someone was saying that they're going to have send in the National Guard to take away the guns. And it was yeah, some so it was, it was a it was a congressman, a U.S. congressman. So he's at the federal level, but he was saying, "Hey, well, Northam, you should bring in the National Guard." Yeah. Well, Northam didn't say anything about bringing in the National Guard, but then then the uh, the commander. I, of, I think the federal government should send in the National Guard to like escort that governor to the fucking gallows. You know, <laughs> I mean, cause, I mean, really, isn't that what the Second Amendment is supposed to do? It's supposed right. to protect yeah. your right to bear arms. Yeah. And then who's supposed to protect the Second Amendment? Um, but primarily, right, the federal government, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at um, when uh, when they desegregated the, the schools in, I think it was Alabama, and the, uh, the governor brought in uh, the National Guard to prevent that from happening. And then Kennedy, like, sent the U.S. troops to make sure that the National Guard reversed themselves. And then basically the governor was, you know, pushed out of that situation and then we had desegregated uh, schools um so yeah that would be nice no if, that would be hilarious wants. that would actually be hilarious if trump called up the virginia national guard in order to reverse what this congressman was saying that northam should do that yeah, was just like governor um, wallace man like yeah governor he wallace the he was the door do you guys know him. he died in laurel he got assa- he got shot and assassinated in laurel wow yeah he was on he was uh, campaigning to be uh, the president and oh, one of yeah. the stops in Laurel, and some dude shot him. Huh? Yeah, you know, isn't it kind of surprising? Because you know Donald Trump, he likes loves to tweet about anything. You know, it's kind of surprising that he's like quiet on this, right? Yeah. A little bit. I mean, you know, if he was really this fierce defender of the Second Amendment, like you know, so many of his uh, his peeps say, you know, mm-hmm. but he's not. So, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Uh, but it was nice. I saw the the commander of the Virginia National Guard uh, made a speech or made a made a statement, 
and basically uh, he didn't come to either side. He was just like, look, uh, we're not making policy. We're not doing anything. Uh, and I do want to tell all the National Guardsmen, like, don't say anything about this while you're in uniform. But as a private citizen, you're free to say whatever you want. So basically he's just saying, like, like I'm not going to make an official statement, but <laughs> all my troops can say, like, you know, to hell with this shit. <laughs> as long as they're not in uniform. Right. Yeah, uh, it, it seems so like in a coy way, he was just kind of like, "Look, we're not taking sides, but if you want to say something, go right ahead." When you're not in uniform, mm -hmm. isn't it crazy how acceptable it is for someone to suggest like just bring in a national guard? Yeah, to like confiscate said, firearms to you, like it brings out images of like fire hoses and stuff. Yeah, and then to everyone else, they're like, "Yeah, guns are bad." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guns are bad, so we're going to use guns to confiscate your guns. Yeah, it's We're going to use the National Guard military. Like but if guns are bad, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very weird. It's a strange thing to sit there and say like yeah, the military, we don't want the military coming in, but like would you be cool if the cops are doing it? Like I wouldn't be cool anybody doing it. We, yeah. we know the last person in the world is going to come take your gun is the guy who signed it into law. He's gonna be the last person to do it. Right. So he's well, just gonna send, just like they're the last ones to send their kids off to war. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's like they're gonna send their you know booted thugs to come and take their shit from you. So you, you don't do the same thing with vapes. You don't think uh, Beto would volunteer to come <laughs> up to Virginia and help? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, we should we should start a Facebook page like draft Beto to confiscate guns in, yeah. in Virginia. Let that loser come here. <laughs> Yeah, be the what first one to knock down a door. Like, be that guy with, like, the, the little sledgehammer thing that they use to bust down the front door. You be that guy, Beto. Right. You know, never. Fucking fucking tool. Never in a million years. I don't, like, I wouldn't want my door messed up, but how fucking funny would it be if the door, like, kicked open it was, like, Beto's foot, like, towards <laughs> <he saw? laughs> Like, holy shit. Uh, he wouldn't have a foot very long. No. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> moving right along. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, Greta Thunberg was just picked as Times Person of the Year 2019. Yeah. And that's following uh, both uh, uh, Stalin and Hitler. Yeah. Stalin so, make it? I didn't know Stalin. Yeah, and Stalin Hitler and Hitler both made uh, Person of the Year. So, you know, she's well, they, got a, they got a good uh, track record going on. Technically, <laughs> technically, we, uh, I was Person of the Year. We all were. That when you remember they said, you, you're the person of the year. It was like talking about the internet. <laughs> this is the dumbest shit ever. Like, what, like, what is this chick? Like, I, I just can't get over why the left rallies around this, this girl that you can't criticize, but yet we're supposed to take her serious, even though she has severe mental problems. Yeah. Well, the, well, the, like, but, is, but, isn't she like, uh, isn't she right now? She's like not going to school. No, she's protesting. School. Yeah. She's, she's protesting sailing school. in the Atlantic, like the white privilege, like personified. Right. You know, yeah. like, oh, white privilege is like, okay, but she's on a sailboat in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And she like went to the EU, the EU, or was it EU or I think it was the EU or was it, uh, was no. it when? The it was UN. The UN. Okay, my bad. The, yeah, the like UN. even worse. Right. And like, oh, you you ruined my childhood. Right. But, you know, well, I mean, you, you. you did make a good point because you're saying like, um, we can't criticize her, but she has mental problems. Well, I think, I mean, the, the fact that she has mental problems 
makes me not want to criticize her. I want to criticize her fucked up parents right. who brainwashed this mentally handicapped individual and like forced her, not forced her, but like spoon fed her all this stuff so that she goes on there and she does this scripted stuff. Um, I actually saw a video of her uh, trying to do an interview and she doesn't have her script. And they're oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. well, what do you think about this, that, and the other thing? And she's like, well, uh, we're just tired of this and things need to change. It's like, yeah, that's not what you said to the UN when you went on this long tirade. Like, yeah. you know. Okay, so my question is, is it official that she has mental problems? Because I know yes. like people that disagree with her. Yeah. No, 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 no. She literally yeah. has. She's diagnosed yeah. and she Asperger's. takes medication. Yes. It's, not, it's and something she's along in a that special yeah. private school. And remember, uh, she's from what? Sweden or, Nor- or was it Norway or Sweden? I think, I think Sweden. I think Sweden. So she's in the one, of the, and I think everything is free but, uh, over there. But this school is, is f- specifically for people with like learning disabilities, and it's a very. Uh, I think there's like a waiting list that's really long for school that I heard people were talking about, mm-hmm. and um, so she's pretty much taking up a spot, but yet she's sailing around the world, right? And she does have mental problems. Like apparently, she goes like if she doesn't like the way things are like placed on her plate, she goes through like months long. Um, type of OCD styled uh, I guess hunger strikes about it and she won't eat any of the food if it's put on a certain plate or put in a certain way and she's got really bad OCD and like just deranged mm. such where she won't even talk for like days she won't yeah. say words. I mean, that's like, genuinely sad. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. And like, the fact is like like you said her parents clearly her parents pushed her towards this. I mean who else is? Yeah. Because my thing is either she's an adult who could or, you know we should treat her as an adult the same as an adult who's open to criticism and debate or she's a kid who needs to be protected. We shouldn't be taking this seriously. What is it? Right. You yeah. know, yeah. pick. Because I'm going to treat it as you're putting her on the fucking UN. I've never been invited to the UN. You've never been invited to the UN. Well, it's not even that. Like, like I don't. <laughs> I mean, there was that one time. Yeah. Like her condition or time. whatever aside. And like, I don't. I would never want to pick on kids. But like when you're trying to change someone else's life and regulate thousands, millions of people's lives, like. Do you get a pass from criticism? Like I don't think. Well, you don't get a pass from criticism, but you. But if you have a mental dis problem, you you get a pass from being personally attacked. You know what I mean? Like, like like I was saying, like we can criticize the positions that she is parroting, but it's not appropriate to attack her as a person because like it's not her fault that she is mentally handicapped. You know, she's a. I agree. Yeah. So we attack. You know, it's like uh, we don't attack the troops. We're upset with the government for putting our troops in in, in Afghanistan and, and Iraq. Sure, I want right? to get them out. Right? You know, sometimes. Oh boy. <laughs> well, I don't. So I'll yeah. Say that. You, okay, there you go. You know, I, I may um, I may take it to but, that level. What's, but what's I see what kid, you're saying. What's the kid that uh you know they, they said he was attacking the, the Native American? <laughs> yeah. You know. So there's a great <laughs> there's a great meme here. It says that face you make when somebody says yeah, you the, can't the, criticize the, Greta Thornburg because she's a kid. The smirking MAGA kid. That's his name. Yeah. Officially. Yeah. So like, name. you know, it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You know, you, I mean, this kid got death threats. He's like suing people for like millions of dollars. I mean, his family was getting death threats. I mean, it was really bad. And, and, uh, you know, nobody bats an eye. Like, oh, well, fuck that kid. But then like, uh, they said he had the most punchable face. Yeah. But then Greta, it's like, oh, how dare you? Yeah. It's okay. just, there's just, just like we talked about for double, double standards. standards. It's just, it's obnoxious because what is she, really doing and I, I just i come back to it i just can't think to myself like why are we taking her seriously you know and it's almost like it's a tactic it was a planned strategic attack so that if you say anything disagree with her you are either 
uh, disable phobic or you're, you know, you hate children or you hate women it, or yeah, you know, well, all dude, these things. Isn't she trying Phil, to do what Phil. we're trying to do? Kind of. Like, what? Like, we're, we're, get we're the message trying, out? Like, I, I guess. I mean, I guess she's taken less seriously because she's... Uh, you know, in in high school or not even in high school. I think a lot of people <laughs> take her school, real seriously. Like Time Magazine took her pretty seriously. Yeah. Well, yeah. So like, why? That's what's I... crazy. Like, now, uh, my question is, why wasn't Baby Yoda personally? <laughs> oh yeah, Baby Yoda's totally being. Uh, or the uh, the Hong Kong protesters. Yeah, that's that's yeah. your person of the year right there. Uh, but Baby Yoda. Have you right. Seen Baby right. Yoda? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I think the Hong Kong protesters would make a hell of a lot more sense. Yeah. yeah I mean, they're the ones really impacting change i mean she's just a girl that's crying on stage right in front of they're the risking their lives yeah like these people are like yeah. whether for right or wrong yeah like they're risking their lives and they've actually affected change they got uh what seven new seats elected right. that Landslide. were anti-chinese uh you yeah. know in there in hong kong so i i, I just i can't get over it man there's like, no I mean, second amendment they're me. building I mean, like trebuchets and shit. why do you like, care so much wow, about a yeah. little girl like because you guys just made her the time person of the year. Like, what the fuck? Like, that, that's a, a position for someone, whether right or wrong. Like, either Hitler or they gave it to, I forget who else they've given it to in the past. But I'm sure it's, like, good people and then people like Hitler. Like, people that have changed the world. <laughs> you know, she's not doing hey, anything. Hitler changed the world. Stalin changed the world. Yeah, they did, yeah. It changed the population well, that's by what a they... few hundred million. <laughs> But it's it bugs me, man. It just bugs me because like they, they're like, why do you care so much? Why does it bother you? Well, why do you? Because you guys are like almost like worshiping her, like as like some type of like demigod, you know. And it's like her word is gospel, and anything she says, it's true. Or you're just a fucking big. I mean, do people really even know what she says? Aside from you ruined my childhood. How dare you? Like how many people? You know, if you just pulled people off the street, even even the far left, you know, climate alarmists, and you said, well, what has Greta actually said? Like quoter, just just one quote. I mean, how many how many of these people, these climate alarmists, would actually know what she has actually physically said, versus just like, oh, well, she's a hero because she did something. Yeah, and I think that that's also a point on our side too, because like I don't like I don't listen to her speeches. I don't I <laughs> I choose not to hear that propaganda. So unless it's really important, I, you know, or really funny, then <laughs> I won't, you know, I won't watch it. So I'm not the one who should be held that standard. It's the people who are like, yeah, she's great. She's really great. If she's so great, tell me what makes her great. Mm-hmm. Don't just because you, the right. news told you she's great. Don't, don't tell me that you're the one who has to have the proof there. Or like you see the memes of like, you know, young people, uh, teenagers are in their twenties and they design these great ways to like collect uh, trash in the Pacific yeah, ocean, they, they like micro, spe- micro trash and yeah. stuff like that. It's like, and they're, they're, I mean, they're entrepreneurs, they're geniuses, they're doing, they're actually doing shit to help the environment and like, Oh, well, you, you know, nobody cares about you, but this girl like cried, you know, into a microphone <laughs> To a bunch of people who were just like, you know, soaking it all up and like, she's a hero. Like, okay. Stunning and brave. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, another thing that I kind of wanted to address is so we were in, in a thread the other day, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I posted. I posted a meme that, you know, criticized Trump for imposing a 25% tax on single malt scotch that was imported, correct? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we initial and then we uh, instantly we get blowback of people saying, "Well, you guys are insane. Donald Trump is saving America. Yeah. You know this this page has has changed. You know, it's like, no, you know, 
Okay, if you want to talk about Donald Trump saving America, let's talk about Donald Trump not saying anything about Virginia. Not saying that he will send in the National Guard in Virginia to protect the Second Amendment. That that's what Donald Trump's not doing, you know. Right. It it's uh I just want to point out, you know, we've been consistently libertarian. Why don't why do people like old school people like they're well, allegedly then, been around for so long? Why don't they get that? Well, and then it, it's like the other thing is uh, you know, we're also, you know, you know, we, we give Trump a fair shake. I, I think like we give everybody a fair shake. And that, you know, when he does something good, we, but we, Matt, we you've actually... But Matt, never given we, me a fair shake. We, okay. Oh. Yeah, I, I get... Nice still young buddy. <laughs> okay, so we actually give uh, Trump a fair shake. When he does something good, we, we give him props, you know. Um, you know, it's it's not like we have uh, TDS one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. It's you like know? I don't suffer from that at all. Like, it's it's so hard to not get into into this you know like into the weeds with these people but at the same time though man like it's really really annoying kind of like what's going what's going on with my mic good we good but um yeah okay so what i'm saying is these people that are i guess they've kind of jumped on the trump wagon i guess and i guess we didn't change with them so then they say we changed. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't understand where. I, I can't see. I've been you know friends with you for years, and I haven't seen where you've changed at all. It's always been the same. So when people come and complain and say this page is different, you know the the left the people on the right will sit there and say, oh, this page is overrun with leftists, and then the people on the left will be like this place is overrun with right wing crazy people. It's like what are you talking about? Like we you. you pick out one thing and then you run with it it's just really annoying i don't well you know i think that there are definitely sex of both in our group oh yeah oh yeah but yeah it's like as far as like the administration of the page you know i don't think we have one trumper or one you know staunch leftist in there no yeah no. so i don't i don't get it someone was made a meme about a certain person and that person got very very upset David Benjamin Dahl. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I didn't hear about this. <laughs> yeah. So, at any rate, at any rate, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. But, See, uh, that's an after hours thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll talk about after hours. <laughs> I don't know. That might even be... I, I, okay, anyways. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Moving along. But, at any rate... Oh, is that is that person uh, a Patreon supporter? N- uh, not that I know of. All right, we'll, it, we'll talk about it in the after hours. It's, it's, maybe. <laughs> oh. No, I don't... I mean, I don't want to, like, you know, talk about somebody, like, you know... That's good. Like, yeah. But at any rate, I'll let it go. I mean, the John Vives meme. At any rate, you know, I, I think a lot of a lot of times, you know, you know, people have disagreements, and you know, you can usually work through them. But however, it's harder for me to work through them with somebody if somebody else is making memes, uh, making fun of that person, David Benjamin Dahl. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see how that's harder to uh, yeah to to make friends with somebody who's who's calling you names and saying that oh you don't support Trump you're not a real libertarian. Well, I mean, I would say you catch more flies with honey than That's with vinegar. True. You know, That's true. While as, you know, some people may have found your your meme entertaining, and I find memes entertaining. And there, there is part of me that has to just like you know, really uh, contain myself from being any more of a dickhead than I already am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's like you know, you just catch more flies with honey. I, I yeah. think you know, so it, it's just probably better to well, be nice funny, to people. Like, but after like eight years of being involved in politics, like I've developed a pretty thick skin. So like when people insult me, I'm just like, ah, you know, like whatever. But, uh, I still haven't been able to let go when like people make fun of people like my friends. 
And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, like kind of like, you know, uh, with your brothers, you know, you can you can mess with each other all you want, but somebody else comes in and, and they mess with your brothers. Like, no, 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 no. Nobody can pick on my brother except for me. You know what I mean? So, uh like people talk trash to me, I'm I'm fine. But people talk trash to my friends, and I and I get real like upset. And I, like I need that's like my the last the last one where I just need to let go. In fact, I went through uh, my photos. I've got like tons of memes that you know you post here and there, and I, I deleted like all the negative ones the other day, and like a hundred of them. I have like I don't know three four hundred different like pictures and memes that I like to use you know here and there in social media, and I just deleted like a hundred of these. Uh, all just anything that's like negative. You know, trying to keep the, the, the positive. So, yeah, it's more work in progress, just like everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do we have next here? Okay, so I think we're going to go back to topic number one, and I think Phil's got a little bit of the documents on this one. Um, I don't have any right in front of me, but... Uh, well, back to... This is supposed to be topic number one, but yeah. then we, we switched and went to topic number yeah. three, so this is probably TMI for everybody, but, yeah, so this is going to be topic number three, actually. <laughs> Anyway, but uh, okay, so the Washington Post just released a series of interviews with uh, top officials in the Bush and Obama administration that were in charge of the Afghanistan war, most le- mostly focused on like the reconstruction almost of of what happened there and what well, after kind of the the initial fighting, but also also during like before the fighting as well. And it pretty much just I I don't want to say prove because I don't need the Washington Post to tell me it's right, but I guess just they they you know the corporate media finally shed light onto something we've all been talking about about the massive amounts of corruption with the local Afghani government and just like from shit is like they're in, the, in this thing like Donald Rumsfeld even said like he couldn't tell definitively tell who the enemy was yeah. he said that like on record he said that in an interview and they were. Um, and he even at one point he made a statement he was like help to the person he was responding to like as like a throwing his hands up in there like help me someone help you know oh, wow. that's that's something you want to hear when you just invade a country you know and so like they they talk about reports of how corrupt the government was where like these afghani soldiers smelt so much like jet fuel because they were stealing it and selling it to the black market and so they worked on base on like American bases and shit. Wow. And um, there's also one one time like this guy, he had he was the new police chief and they built like this. These the contractors built these like this huge police station for him. And it was like a glass facade on it. And the guy went there. There was a big ri- ribbon cutting ceremony and he cut the ribbon and they mm-hmm. took pictures and shook it. And he went to go open the door to the place and he'd never worked a door like that before. And he couldn't open the door. Ouch. And they ha- yeah, he couldn't figure out how to do it, and so someone Ouch. else had to open the door for him, and that's who they left the stuff over to. And like, there's like accounts of uh, where people were saying like, yeah, there should be a building we just built there, and on this coordinates, and they go, the troops would go there, and like, no, there's no building here. He's like, well, we paid someone a lot of money to build it, and they told us it was built, and they're like, it's not here. Like, just massive amounts of corruption and waste, and just shows you how much of a fucking quagmire this whole entire bullshit thing was. From yeah. the get go, and, and that, it just—I don't—I don't like I said before. I don't need the Washington Post to confirm this stuff, so right. I don't really like saying it. But it's just kind of—they're—they're sh- they're the ones, you know, opening up their to their audience to how bad this war is. It, it's pretty depressing sometimes when you know you have these people. Well, why do you libertarians? You don't trust the government, dude. This, yeah, this, this. Like will every meme. fucking day, <laughs> every fucking week, like ah. <laughs> And then, why don't you trust the government? 
Yeah, it's come on, man. Sad. So we can get out now, right? Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, can we just like get out now? Like, okay, cool. Like, it's over, right? Well, nope. Donald Trump says he's thinking about now removing now about four thousand troops, which would leave still leave nine thousand troops left in the in the country. Yeah. Like, what like uh, what happened to you know Ron Paul was right. We never should have invaded these countries. Like what happened to that? This is why like I'm I'm not on the Trump train. Like I can call him out for yeah. his bullshit. He's, Obama did he's the same thing. Ta- yeah, exactly. Obama did too. And Obama. they they talk about this thing about ending the wars, ending the wars, and then they do nothing but escalate or talk about ending the war and not doing a fucking thing. Yep. I'm sorry, Trump's just as guilty. And and I'll sit there and say like uh, even about the Trump supporters and they're like, well, what about Obama? I'm like, yes. I want Obama to be held responsible for this too. I want to, him, him to be in the prison cell right next to Donald Trump for his mm-hmm. war crimes. Same thing with Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and George Bush and Ronald Reagan if yep. he was still alive. Like, well, shoot, George Bush Jr. I mean, he ran on a policy yeah. of, of no of of no foreign intervention and no nation building. And then nine eleven happens, and he's like, "Well, we got to do this now." Uh, All the right, more, buddy. yeah, the more like anti-interventionist candidates have been winning, but they yeah. just. They don't turn into through. interventionist presidents. Yep. Yeah. yeah, It's like everyone forgets because they go run to their corners. Well, I'm, I'll say Reagan was kind of the other way around. Like Reagan went into it thinking like, you know, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to fight the commies. You know, we got to take them down. And then like, you know, like Beirut happened and he pulled the troops out. You know, when the, yeah. uh, the Marine barracks was blown up, he was just yeah. like, uh, this was a bad idea and we're pulling the troops out. But so, it's, it's almost like the standard when it comes to presidents where they might, de- even if they de-escalate in one spot, they mm-hmm. just increase it in others. They're like, oh, don't look over here. Don't look over here. Right. Well, I'm secretly conducting Ecuadorian death squads, you know, right. and yeah. pumping uh, crack cocaine into fucking L.A., you know, don't don't mind me there. And, and also adding like billions onto the national debt. When I ran as a fiscal conservative, like, yeah. like I, so I, I just I have no real respect or care for any of them. So when people try to say, "Well, you just hate Trump," no, I hate everyone for that as well. Like this is and like that article, it's like right there, and no one's there's been no calls for. I guess they did say some. Um, someone said they were going to open some type of invest. They were like th- talking about opening an investigation into these, the Afghan papers like in Congress, but you know, nothing's going to come of it too many people in their district. Ha- like even Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders gets, a, uh, has to kind of cuck for these, these Northrop Grumman's and stuff because they all have factories back home, yeah. back representing the people. And that would put out a bunch of their voters and you know, no one, everyone's going to vote against you if once, if you're responsible for getting rid of their job and even the slightest, even inkling you're going to decrease their budget just a tiny bit look what they're doing to trump you know that's clear as day to me there this is why they don't like trump because he was talking about this and i don't know i I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole but i think there's a reason why he's not he hasn't followed through on any of his instincts is you know nationalist you know pro you know america's you know anti-foreign policy shit like to me it's it's the bombs don't stop the, the taxes don't stop going up. Government just keeps on spying and it keeps on collecting your data and it just, it'll never stop no matter who keeps talking about it, no matter the rhetoric. And that's why it's important that even if no one's listening, we have to stand for this shit and we have to keep talking. We have to keep putting this out there. So in hopes that one day someone will look back and think maybe, you know, I know the left loves using this term, but being on the right side of history. <laughs> you know, it's also especially alarming that neither side is, is really talking about fiscal responsibility. Neither side's t- talking about, hey, let's not spend more than we take in. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I, I think there's probably, uh, you know, 
you probably hear uh, Rand Paul say something about that. You know, you'd probably hear Justin Amash or, or Thomas Massey. But, you know, aside from the, uh, like a handful of, uh, you know, senators and congressmen, you know, you it's really crickets. Yeah, yeah. and they re-upped the NDAA. Like, they just re-upped with that. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, you guys hate each other's guts and you never vote for each other's stuff, but you come together when it comes for the war and the massive spy How did they state? re-up that? Did they did he tack it on some other bill that was going to get passed anyways? <sighs> like, I think it, it, it was coming to um, a, uh, what, I forget the term it calls, but it was going to be... It was about to expire. Fire, and yeah. To, yeah. And then they re-upped it for another three months. And then um, they'll probably just keep doing that every, you know, and then they'll say, well, let's put it off till next year. And that'll eventually just, it'll just keep kicking the can down the road. But they know what they're doing. No one cares. No one even knows about it. Fucking everyone's too concerned, you know, about their bullshit. Trump is racist and evil. And he might have looked into crimes committed by a former vice president so that means he's the devil and anything you say i don't literally care. hitler yeah literally hitler so let's give him all the guns fucking retards i swear oh I swear. man like man it just pisses me off I, I keep hearing about all this stuff and it's like it's right there it's right in front of your fucking face this shit is it's like it's it's blinding and you just so stupid and you just choose not to see it and it's, it's almost like a willful choice not to see it because I can bring this up to any normie. And they're like, oh, whatever. No, no, no. And I'm like, well, here's the documents. Here's a Washington Post article about it. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that was a long time ago. Like, no one questions the fact, why are we at war for 18 years? Why? And then soon, you know, think about this. Another year or so, we're going to be in Iraq for the same amount. And they're going to say, oh, no, that war ended. Obama ended that war, guys. No, he just moved some of the troops out and then... Put more troops in right after, you know, to fight ISIS that he created. And yeah. It's just a perpetual cycle and nobody cares to see it. That's why it's like, I, I understand no one's going to understand our full libertarian view on this. Like it's taken me years of being red pilled to finally grasp these points. Right. I don't expect people to share my rage I have with it, but I at least expect people to be like, yeah, why are we there for 18 years? Like, what are we doing? You know, like, mm, that is kind of weird. Like, I don't know. No. That's something we should, like, I don't know. I really like to, to know, like, what's going on there? Like, yeah. You know, once you bring up these points with people. But most people don't, man. They're just, they're more consumed. What's going on in their daily lives. And I don't blame them. You know, I have a family and a house. Yeah. And I understand there's, there's struggles here in front of me. That's, but it's all connected. It's all connected. The well, docs are out there, man. <laughs> well, you touched on it because you were like, well, I'm not. I'm not anti-Trump or I'm not anti-Obama. I'm not for this guy, for that guy. You're anti-war. Yeah. And most people don't think in those terms. It's more of this tribal. Yeah, it's there go, but they run to their corners. And I'm yeah. like, I don't I don't like anybody who sits in the emperor's throne. Yeah, but you're looking at the actions that are affecting people's lives overseas. And, and when they come back, like when our people come back, mm-hmm. it, it's it, it, it's the soldiers, it's them coming back. And it's the that's why like the families that stay here. That, yeah. And I mean, I, at some point, you know, their soldiers are being sent to these places and do awful things. But at some point, you have to acknowledge the fact that now, you know, like this article's out, can be read by anybody. It's out there and you're still choosing to sign up to get free health care and free this and that. And that's why they incentivize. That's why, like, they do target, like, these these recruiters target poor people. And there was, like, a few, like, a few commercials about there. Scott Horton was ranting about this. And, like, I remember those commercials where they were, like, you want to become, like, so, so some, like, random, like, 
African-American guy just on the street. And, like, they showed, like, if you want to learn how to fly a, a helicopter, the only way to get out of your shitty home is in your shitty neighborhood is to come join the military. Like, I was pretty much the vibe of the commercial. Yeah. It was a few years ago. I remember that. And I just think like, they target, and it's just this endless cycle. And just I just once for, would just love someone to acknowledge and just – like a, any type of like normie or random person that uh, I do confront with this. Like I, my, my, my main interaction with a lot of these people is online. So I know that's a very skewed you know, demographic. And, but I would, I would really like to, like to see these are actual people. Like, cause I do the same thing with people. I, I talked about, I got in an argument with my supervisor, just the way he talks about shit. Like he was like, yeah, people need a, uh, a living wage of $80,000 a year. If you work for a fortune 500 company, you should get, Eighty thousand dollars a year, just some as a janitor, as arbitrary a, pull, yeah, yeah. Pull and I'm like, well, what? Why not a hundred thousand? He's like, well, that's that's kind of that's kind of crazy, Phil. Like, <laughs> why is eighty thousand not crazy? Like, and just they can't think out. Of, like, it's almost like they don't think about it. But once you start getting into an argument with someone who has thought about it, you kind of have to you you make people try to be logically consistent. So then you force them into corners, like. Gary Johnson, when he when they when Austin Peterson called him out about the the Nazi baker or, or about yeah, the or about the, the Jewish baker, and he was like, "Well, would you would you want force a Jewish baker to bake a Nazi cake?" And he was like, "Well, yeah, you know, like that was trying, his level of like because you forced him into trying to be consistent, yeah." And he had to agree. take that stand because yeah. he and like same thing happened with like other family members I've been dealing with who are. Like they, they they took the same position. We got no argument at Thanksgiving, and it's it's everybody, and that's why it drives me crazy. Because you go on to look whenever they talk about Donald Trump on the comment section of the Washington Post, it's always he's an orange piece of crap, and get him out of there. He's terrible. He's awful. Blah blah blah. But on this one, on the Washington Post, on this article, you look at the the, the comment section, and it's crickets. It's just mostly. By mostly like people within our circles, like the anti-war circles, are like, got to end these wars, blah blah blah. But the same, and there's there's same, and there's also top commenters. You see, so now I know the same uh-huh. people who I interact with who are just a bunch of the like, crazy leftists. They were all nowhere to be found on this article, mm. nowhere in the comment section. But when Donald Trump, Donald Trump might have looked like he did an okay symbol in a in a rally. We, you know, like they're out there saying, "Oh my God, he's the Nazi fascist." You know, we need to execute him. You know, we need Mike Pence to be president. That's exactly like when everyone says we need to be impeached, is that you're just campaigning for Mike Pence to be president. <laughs> that's what you're doing. Yep. Yeah. And, and so that's why, like, these, this, this Pentagon Papers thing, or, I'm sorry, the, the Afghan Papers thing really just bugged me. It, it just, it, oh God, it really got to me. And it just kind of brought up the whole, as you can tell, it brought up everything in me. What are we doing there, Matt? You know, uh, nothing. Paper. Thanks for calling attention to it on uh, the, the podcast. Well, it's but, an um, audio medium, so I'm, people I'm might just, hear some paper being cut. I'm, I'm just testing the sharpness of Lee Tark's knife. He well, okay. When Matt was a little kid, he used to get paper cuts all the time. So now he's dedicated his life uh, to just cutting, cutting paper. paper. It was revenge. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just a knife guy. There's, there's, there's damn trees. Secret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a sick knife that we got. Yeah, this is the the rat model too, right, Lee Tark? Yeah. 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 Right on, man. Right on, dude. So, anyways, where were you before David Dahl just totally threw things off? Whoa, I was ranting. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was just ending my rant. So. Okay. All right. So, uh, in other news, felons in uh, Maryland are regaining the right to vote. That's or, right. Or, yeah. So, uh, the idea is once they've paid their debt to society 
And uh, I guess it's like when, when they're out of prison, they they now have the right to vote, which I would say, yeah, it's a good thing. Of course, they don't have the right to get their guns back. Their, their gun Bullshit. rights back. Yeah. But they can vote. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. So they can now vote to get sure everyone gets their gun rights taken away. Yeah. Yay. So, so to me, I'm all for this, right? Like it, on surface level. Surface level, you're like, yeah. If someone maybe sold some weed or sold a bunch of weed or, you know what I mean? That, cool. Now they can partake in the same rights that we have but at the same time though you're like the conservatives hate it because they know what happened they didn't jump on this first so now all those people who vote because it's mostly being championed by the left mm-hmm. and so all the leftists now so now they're that because they're just trying to tap into a I mean, voter base that but they hogan can't. vetoed it hogan could have voted for it but he vetoed it he and then the it. democrats just like they pushed it through and right you know away. what they did they just took it and they put that little check mark on their side like yeah. see yes you know, because they're just trying to tap into voter bases. And that's it's so what weird because, like, Hogan's, like, kind of a moderate Republican who's working with the Dems on a lot of things. And it's like, why would you not do this? Because he knows he'd lose a conservative because the conservatives are like, no, they should, they lost, they made their choices. They deserve to lose their rights forever. No. You know, that's just the mindset that they're in. And, mm-hmm. like, but with this, though, it just seems to me that this is just nothing but the left trying to tap into a voter base. That's why... They want people who are 16 to be able to vote because they know the younger people are more impressionable and they're more leftist and they get them nice when they're nice and ripe to be picked at by the leftists and right before they go off into college and become even more radical. Like, get them early. Get them voting for us early. And that's what they're doing. So it's almost like the race to the first person to do it. And the, the conservatives and the right people on the right, they dropped the ball on this. But here you go. Once again, I'm. this has been a long time libertarian position where... You shouldn't have to lose your rights just because you did something nonviolent. Even if you did something violent, say like you got into a really awful fight and you beat some dude down and like say maybe he almost died and they hit you for attempted murder, which is a felony, right? I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It just, it just well, seems say to you me. murdered somebody. It doesn't matter. It's like uh, when you watched uh, 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 Redemption. Uh, what's the Shawshank Redemption? Shawshank Redemption, yeah. and, and you know he's talking about like, man, I wish I could go back to when I, you know, and talk to that young man. You know who did that horrible thing and try to reason with him and try to get him to change his mind, but I can't. All I am is this old dude who's just yep. like made a mistake, and you know that's it. Like so, there's plenty of people they do horrible things. They've murdered somebody or raped somebody or, or you know yeah. grand theft, mm-hmm. or, you know larceny or whatever. It's like it doesn't matter. Like once you've done your time, that's the punishment. The punishment isn't mm. supposed to continue after you walk out of the prison. Yeah, like we can you know if you want to make that the new law. That like well, not only when you commit a felony do you go to jail, but you know you you for the rest of your life you're a second class citizen. Well, go ahead and have the balls to say that, but don't just like come up with these arbitrary rules like oh well you know you have to get you have to do this and that to get your voting rights and your gun rights back. I think there is more of a stigma on the right with like criminal, you're a criminal. Yeah, and it kind of sticks. Right, I'm a law-abiding citizen. Yeah, yeah until, I, and that's a, until they, they make gun like, laws to take away your guns, and yeah. all of a sudden now you're freaking out. Like, okay, and they could definitely jump on the fact they're like, I pay my taxes, I go to work, I do my job, I pay my tax. Like they put that like, oh, okay, you pay your taxes. No, motherfucker, they're taking from you. Yeah, George Washington's <laughs> yeah. like, all right, oh, yeah, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> well, actually, he was probably towards the end of his life. He was loving that flex, Mister Whiskey Rebellion. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least uh, in his attacks. memoirs, he he lamented doing that. He's like, "That was a that was a bad. I I messed up there." So yeah, well, that's why I said like I just for everything good some politician or president's done, they've done double the amount of bad things, and 
it's it's just fucked up, man. Like, I, I, but going back to what we were talking about um, now, but here with people getting their voting rights back, it's I, I do think it's it's a left trying to tap into a, a new new voter base that they can get into. It's very it's untapped, and they know what's going to happen. They know, right? They they know, and I, I don't blame them. It's just like, but conservatives fought it for so long, so now they're going to be quote unquote on the wrong side of history on this. Yeah. While completely ignoring the libertarian position on it, right? Well, it is funny though that you, you, when you hear conservatives saying like, "Oh, well, they're they're just trying to get more voters," it's like, "Well, why aren't you trying to do that?" Right? It's like, "Why didn't you do this? You could have done this too." Well, that's yeah. the libertarian argument when like we like win or lose an election for someone on a short like small margin. Right. It's like, well, we played maybe if you appeal to people who well, voted like voted this way. No, I mean, it was a with, great, your, with a policy that they liked, they would have voted for you. So in, in 2000, uh, it was uh, Clinton and, and Bush. No, no, no. Was it 2000 or 96? No, no, no. It was 2000. Clinton was done. It was Bush Jr. versus Gore. Yeah. And uh, it came down to Florida. And Gore lost Florida. And at the same time, the Green Party had been really pushing Ralph Nader mm-hmm. down in Florida. Like, they, they put a lot of money just into that one state. So, uh, I mean, you know, any other state could have gone in the other way, too. So, but, but they, they made Ralph Nader the scapegoat. And, they, and uh, some reporter went up to Ralph Northam on election night, and they said, how do you feel about the fact that you, yeah, that you caused yeah. uh, um, Al Gore the election? And he looked right at the reporter, didn't bat an eye, and just said, well, maybe next time the Democrat Party will pay more attention to its progressive wing and less to its moderate wing. Yeah, and that's the way I feel when people say, "Oh, well, you libertarians, you cost so and so the election." Good, good, and I'm gonna keep doing it until you learn your lesson. That's the only. That's the only time they'll ever give credit to a, a third party is when they, when their side loses and they blame. Like right. my like my brother, like one of my brother, my, my one brother, he's very like he has very 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 leftist hardcore. Like the rich should be hung, Jeff Bezos should be murdered. Like socialist friends. And one of them, he was hated Hillary Clinton so much. But his wife, who was also very much, she was very pro Hillary. She didn't like Hillary, but she was voting for him. He had to lie about voting for um, oh, voting for a Jill Stein. He was like, "Don't tell her. Like, don't tell my wife I voted for Jill Stein because he because he was afraid because she would blame him for losing the election for Hillary." Damn. Yeah. How much sad of a relationship is that? <laughs> I'm like, wow, dude, you're fucking friends of. The cuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, Ouch. he was. I was, it was so funny. I was in the same room with him when uh, the, they announced that there was no more indictments coming down. Like when they officially dropped the thing on the Mueller investigation dropped. And I was like, I, I told my dad because my dad's just typical Republican. And I was like, oh, look, nope. No more indictments come out. Nothing. Found nothing in it. Nothing came out. Official report just dropped. And he's from me. He's like, uh, what do you call thirty six people being arrested or being indicted for for uh you know being indicted over this? I'm like, yeah, because they messed up a date while being interviewed by the FBI and you know they so they got caught lying to the president. Like that's what you're getting your hat on, dude. It's like whatever, dude. I know so many people in punk bands now that are like, and you're like, dude, they lie to the cops. You say ACAB like every other day. <laughs> Like, why are you mad at someone for lying to the cops? Right. Like, yeah, great point. It's fucking weird. <sighs> they just—it's this appeal to authority they have when it comes to these certain issues, and they're just being the, what the, the what's the term that everyone throws around like useful idiots. Like, what else do you call it? What else do you call it when you're 
you're that much in bed with the freaking FBI and CIA version of things. So much when that used to be the enemy, the man. That used to be the man yeah. that back in the 60s and 70s. And now, like, you're just... You're fucking cucking for the man. Because like, <laughs> your side's running the show now. So you think that, you know, the authority is okay. Dude, that's why Obama yeah. ruined this. Obama ruined the left. It ruined them. Well, you remember uh, when, when Bush was in office and we had troops in Afghanistan and Iraq and, like, they had... They had the 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 anti-war protests. I was with them. Huge yep. in New York City, uh, D.C., L.A. Mm-hmm. Thousands and thousands of people marching through the streets. They had coffins with American flags over them. Like, where are those people? And you know what? Obama you know came sad? and ruined them. Now we have now now we have uh, uh, a Republican back in office again. They still haven't come back. Mm-hmm. Now they're pro-war because, because like he it, wants to pull troops out. Because it was a perfect plot because they know, these people know deep down, if they come out against these things, they have to accept the fact that Obama was responsible for making them worse. And they can't do it because Obama was ruined them. I was waiting for it. I was like, okay, cool. Obama's not doing this. Let's go, guys. And it's just a room full of nobody. Like, just right. crickets. Cricket. I'm like, uh... Yeah. Where'd you guys go? I thought yep. you were, but then no, they're warm in bed, cuddled up with blankets. I'm like, ooh, there's an African American in the White House. Oh, I can't. Oh, it just makes yep. me so happy. No, no, I don't hear any about anything else. I don't yep. hear anything else. Just let me stay comfy and warm in my own blanket of well, lies um, and bullshit. Like that's what these fucking people are at, and that's what drove me crazy. And I think he ruined the left, man. He absolutely did because any criticism of these foreign interventions, you have to acknowledge that Barack Hussein Obama is a fucking war criminal. Yeah, and he fucking armed nazis he armed nazis in ukraine or he i'm sorry armed Nazis. he funded and supported and backed a nazi coup in fucking ukraine can't can't mention that because they that's why they're silent that's why they just go along with it now they go uh, what is the washington post telling me to say today okay be on the side of the cia okay cool i'll do that yeah. that's what they do well we had a well, that's uh, the intelligence uh, community yeah yeah the we intelligence a, a, community uh I guess pro peace, anti war uh, rally in Virginia Beach in uh, in the town square. The and um, the what cure, year? That was it was like I guess fourteen, maybe fifteen, Ooh, when uh, when Obama was talking about sending troops in into Syria. Syria yeah. So it was like no war in Syria, and you know we made overtures to the left, and like nobody showed up. We had uh, the like the chair of the young Democrats of Virginia Beach or Norfolk came out. And in her speech, she was saying, yeah, I wasn't sure if I really wanted to come out or not. <laughs> it's like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> That's what they are, man. They're a bunch of fucking bitches. Oh, <laughs> uh, you two-timing, hypocritical scumbags. Right. Just want to uh, go on the full... Uh, uh, Clark Griswold rant <laughs> uh, on his uh, Christmas rant. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what I feel about these people. <laughs> oh, where's the Tylenol? <laughs> well, while you go on the rant, I'll be like Rusty, and I'll like go get him, and I'll like tie him up and bring him to the house, and be like, here he is. If I had him right here, I, you know what I'd tell him. <laughs> You're gonna turn around, anarchy basement. It's gonna be like full of like hippies, like all handcuffed. <laughs> oh, kinky. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think, I think we're going to take this on over to After Hours now. Um, so if you guys want to tune into the After Hours program, um, you can hit us up over at patreon.com forward slash punk rock libertarians. And if you contribute a minimum of $1 per month, you will gain access to our After Hours program. Oh, uh, can I do one shout out? Um, Ooh, no, shout out. You, you cannot, dude. You, you've Ugh. spoken enough for one night. Ouch. 
That's harsh, bro. Uh, we also have t-shirts over at libertariancountry.com. If you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you'll receive a 10% discount and Phil has something to say. Oh, I, okay. I'm just saying like, guys, check out, if you guys aren't checking out uh, Friends Against Government, like they did a really good podcast about this, uh, the Afghan papers and uh, Friends Against Government podcast. Once you're done listening to us, go listen to them. But uh, stay on for the You should probably hours. just listen to our after hours program first. You should. Though. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> listen to that. Listen to us first because we keep it real. But if you also want to continue the real, check out them. Yeah. Okay. So until next time, live free or die. Stay this is good break. The blood that is shed. Drenching the flags on the tax bombs and red. Once it's by a few at the expense of the many. So do the gods and the machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom and death point in a fine land. You support the troops that bring them home. I believe the Joe will do the best for you. And I believe that we have the power, have the power. I hate the state, and I know I'm a slave. We can make a break. Not aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes absolute!